not be driven by fear into an age of unreason. Oh my god, guys, listen up. I have an announcement to make. Did you guys know that I'm like the number one Google search last week? It could be the stuff of history, however, one way or the other. Okay, is Jessica Simpson here yet? And to those critics who are so pessimistic about our economy, I say, don't be economic girly man. And you'll never have to pour or measure detergent again. Can we, can we all get along? Karen, horror death. Film at 11. How many sides does a triangle have? Damn, four. There's no sides. One. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to this here pod. Welcome back to it, Brain Trust. It's exciting to be here. It's exciting. Um, I'm about to finish my long-awaited rap track, as there's been many delays, thankfully, due to some busyness. And uh, so I'm here at Ben Morrison's apartment, at Ben the Morrison on Twitter. Tweet us all episode long. Do what you do. Say hello to us, because if you enjoy listening, why not interact with us? It makes it a much more flourished experience. Flourished? I don't know if that's the right use of that word. I'm pretending it is, and I'm never going to comment on it. I didn't comment on it. You didn't hear that. Your brain's making up things in your own brain. That's on you. It's not on me to help you out with your psychological issues. Unless you tweet at me, and then maybe we'll talk it out. We're going we're gonna to talk it out. Hashtag your brain issues. Hashtag not mine. Hashtag Neurotic Gangster, June 13th on Showtime. No, seriously, hashtag Neurotic Gangster, too. My special comes out June 3rd. June 3rd on Showtime, June 3rd, Friday, 10 p.m. That's Please a good the word. It's a good hashtag. It's, more it's, like, it's your hashtag. No, like exactly. you're the only neurotic gangster. That's why I, part of why I changed the title from hashtag no filter to neurotic gangster because no one else has ever, I don't think, hashtag that. Mm-hmm. So I got, I, got, I got the market cover on that hashtag, whereas a lot of people have no filter shit. You know what I mean? And they lie. You know they're filtering shit. Am I wrong in thinking I had a little bit to do with either helping you come up with Neurotic Gangster and or being part of the one of the people you came to for the deciding votes? Yeah, you're definitely wrong about the first part. I've okay. helped myself with Neurotic Gangster for many, many, many years, and it's the name of my company. But you definitely did encourage me to call it that, and we're one of the people I came to. So that's true. Okay. You just looked at that Apple Watch. You like the Apple Watch? I like the Apple Watch for very specific reasons. Which is? Literally just getting notifications on my wrist. Like... The Apple Watch, now that I've been using it for about six months, it's there's a lot of bad design choices, which is odd for Apple. Like that crown wheel on the side that they were all excited about. You know, like Johnny Ives, like, the wheel on the side is a whole new way of interacting with the... I never, never fucking touch the wheel. Never. Because mm-hmm. it's a thing on your wrist. Like, frankly, if you push the wheel, like, you slide the watch up your wrist because you have mm-hmm. to apply pressure onto one side of a, mm-hmm. a watch unless it's, like, hand circulation cutting off tight. It's just... Mm. Android Wear got some things right. Like, the Moto 360, it's a circular... Okay, we're so far deep into nerddom right now. Watch. I can't even... Oh, I don't even know what the fuck Don't ask a nerd about. a nerd question. I just really wanted, like, a quick, like, yeah, it's cool. To answer your question, for people who just want emails and texts on their wrist, which is very, very useful for not breaking up social situations, if there's, like, a notification unit, etc., wait until the new Apple Watch comes out and then you get a first-gen 
for half price. Like <clears throat> I get this Got as a it. Christmas present. But here's the two questions that I have regarding it. And then we'll move on to news of the week. Um, one is, is it next level distracting to your focus and, and efficiency? Cause I'm already looking at my phone too much, but at least sometimes I leave it in my pocket for a five minute span. Are you looking at it too much? And two, do people react that it's kind of douchebaggy because a lot of people say it is, and that's why I didn't get it largely. They're just jealous. And uh, I find it I find it much, much more uh, conducive to social situations because, like, if you're just sitting and talking to someone. I'm saying, how are you checking it way too fucking much? You're looking at that wrist, like, every 15 seconds all day? No, because you know you know if a notification, notification comes in. Does it vibrate? It's this new thing they call the taptic engine where the watch like actually like taps you on the wrist. It's good. You you know when you've got a notification. Sounds kind of like kind of like a ghost. Like I'd be afraid there was a ghost that like a miniature ghost likes to hang out on my wrist. Yeah. Boo. You have an email. But whatever. For someone who's not really as nerdy as I am, you don't need the watch. So my ex-girlfriend used to tell me that I had an email. Boo, you have an email. I like that. You see what I'm saying? Boo. Really, boo is what exes should call each other instead of current relationships because... You ghosted? You ghosted out? Yeah, you ghosted out, and they're boo. not currently in your life anymore, yet you still feel their presence. I like that. What is that? What was that song in Ghost? This is my boo, and boo should mean... Ex- Ooh, my love, my, my darling, I've hungered for your touch. Hello, Keep singing it. I don't know the words. And time. And time. Sam, what the hell is ditto? Sam, she's saying she, he's saying ditto. What he's pushing a penny up my asshole. What's it? I'm on the view, Sam. I'm on the view. We need more songs to end. More song. When did songs ever stop ending with? <laughs> like, fun. When did they stop doing that in pop music? Did you know that? Did you hear this? That Patrick Swayze is going to be on The View this week. Oh, only communicating with Whoopi Goldberg. That, sir, is not funny. Only communicating with Whoopi Goldberg. Why isn't that funny? It's too soon to honor. Patrick Swayze with a joke about how he could communicate as a ghost through Whoopi Goldberg. Neurotic Gangster, June 3rd. So, Showtime, ladies and gentlemen. Set your DVRs. Yeah, the, actually, the only other time I've been on Showtime was saying that exact joke on Paul Provenza's green room. I said that exact Seriously? joke to a huge round of applause and Paul Provenza standing up and giving me six shooters. Like, so, like, like Trump at the NRA Trump, rally? I believe it's true. Did you yeah. see Trump at the NRA rally? Tell He's me like, out. Paris, you know, Paris was horrible what they did. They came out. They were like, you, boom, boom, you, boom. And if, uh, you know, if I, if I had a gun, Trump, Trump would have been like, boom. He, and he made the gun, he made the gun pointer. Trump would have been, boom. And he said his name. Trump would have been, boom. And I'm like, really? You're, really? And that's just. And he got that endorsement from the NRA. Well, he got Wayne that endorsement because he completely flipped on his gun control stance. Right, from his like natural pre-running for president stance. Well, on his, what he actually feels instead of what he's willing to say to get elected, which is damn near anything. Uh, this is a strong chance he can become president. There is a strong chance he can become president, which I'm loath to admit because, and you know, this is something I had, we had talked about pre-recording the fucking Bernie supporters. I get your passion, but 
you're on the road to vote splitting right now because Bernie ain't going to get the nomination. And if he's not the nominee, which he's not going to be, you can't just stay. There's a tiny chance. There is a tiny chance. And that would be wonderful if for some like DNC chair, like flipping reason he does, that would be great. But you have to be prepared for the fact that he's not going to be the nominee. But and when point, that happens, but doesn't that negate your point? Because I was starting to think the same thing, and I'm making this big push that we talked about in the podcast that Bernie should be Hillary's VP. That would be the perfect solution to make sure that Trump loses. Bernie would be Hillary's VP, but Bernie's gone down so far. Bernie's gone down the anti-Hillary. But he's not saying anything path. too crazy against Hillary. What's he said that's 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 that he can't. That he can't take back. She's unfit to be the president. No, he said that in response to her implying that about him, and he took it back a day later. It was a response. Trump responds angrily to everything that's said about him. My fear about Bernie isn't really, it really isn't about Bernie. I like Bernie quite a bit. It's about his supporters who are in this kind of like, uh, like hands in their ears, la 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 zone about entertaining the idea that. If Bernie's not the nominee, there's still a much greater evil than Bernie not than Hillary being the president that they are realistically facing. Right, but the only the only good news there is that our country has very short memory, and as soon as that happens, Bernie will say we we must get behind Hillary. We it's fog, greater evil waiting, as Ben Morrison just said, and so we must make sure Hillary Clinton is the next president of the United States and she'll go <laughs> I, was, I was just gonna do her crazy thank laugh. You, thank you, Bernie <laughs> Sanders, everybody. <laughs> her laugh is psycho. <laughs> right. It's just it's like a Pomeranian. Mm-hmm. And she puts she puts the palm in Iranian because Pomeranians also like to kill Vince Foster. Oh, yeah! Trump went there this week. I know, throwing back, going, going as 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 quick as he can, as deep as he can to the ultimate Clinton conspiracy theories that in that uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton were involved in killing their aide and former friend Vince Foster. Yeah, they sure who did. Supposedly, that. they say Hillary had an affair with. But even on this podcast, when I first came back, I didn't have an affair with Vin- If Hillary's going to have an affair with anyone, it's going to be like Vanessa Foster. You pick up what I'm laying down here? You're saying that she's a lesbian. I'm saying that there are Washington insiders who have known Bill and uh, Hillary since the beginning. And I, I forget who the quote is, so please forgive me. But there is a quote from someone saying that Hillary's eaten more oh my. vagine than Bill has. <laughs> it's, I read that somewhere. Do you think she has a relationship with Humabedin? Abedin? Because that would be kind of hot. She's very I kinda, hot. I wonder, look, uh, you Anthony don't wear Wa- that many Anthony Weiner's, suits. Anthony Weiner's wife. You say Weiner, not Weiner. Is there a reason you do that? Not you don't say Anthony Weiner. It's pronounced Weiner. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Weiner. I mean, it's pronounced Weiner, which just makes his whole or- ordeal that much. That's a good point. More interesting. So anyway, look to all the Bernie supporters out there. Sure, do your thing, but please be prepared to rally around the democratic nominee because well, they will they will but people i mean but, but not all of them a lot of them will go to trump and that's unless he's on unless bernie's on hillary's trick ticket a lot of them will go to trump because they don't want establishment they want the guy that's that's talking po- about about the populist anger surrounding lack of jobs about how the government system is rigged and trump and sanders both speak to that i understand that but they need to understand the ramifications of actually electing Donald Trump as the president. 
listen, a lot of that's overblown. I, I say what I have to say during the campaign, okay? I'm going to be very presidential. You'd be very impressed. They need to actually consider that, like, let's Trump, just say they anybody do. anybody talks against Trump and a president, I'd just be like, boom. If we elect Trump, are we ready to begin seeing a wall being erected along the entire southern border Ready of to see a lot of Republican dicks being erected, I'll tell you that much. Aren't I the one who usually goes blue on this podcast? Yeah, but you're like a turn to new page and someone's got to do it. <laughs> That's an interesting theory. Someone's got to do it. Someone. I mean, just just keep this in mind, though. I mean, President Trump, I could see positives. Like, let's say that like a country is threatening us. Let's say ISIS, God forbid, you know, starts threatening our, our borders. Trump would go up to them and he'd just stand there and he'd be like, look, boom, 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 boom. I know what you're wondering right now, punk, okay? You're wondering, did I... F- Fire five shots or, or six, okay? Okay. So I guess you have to ask yourself one question right now. Uh, do you feel lucky? Huh? Do you, punk? I'll tell you boom, this much. You, boom, you're fired. I'll tell you that right now. I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you that right now. I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you this right now, okay? I don't even know how many bullets I fired myself, okay? I'm going to tell you I this now. I lost track, okay? That much right I'm now. I'm a very Later, good shooter. I'm I get lost in more. the shooting, okay? I get lost. Trump. Inside your bullets. Announced. His potential Supreme Court nominees this week to allay the fears of Republicans everywhere, establishment Republicans, they are all white. Darth Vader, <laughs> Supreme Leader Snoke from the new movie. 11 all white Supreme Court choices. You don't say. Um, he hopes this will quell their fears. And and a lot of them were, were sitting there in fear. Oh, if Trump's becomes president what, what, if he anno- what if he nominates a black person and that fear's gone whatever happened to obama's actual nominee garland well first of all merrick garland sounds like a deserted like your grandparents house would you like a little merrick garland to uh, wrap the meal up <laughs> a little merrick garland or like Nothing something, happened. Guy's something you put around your head during a hippie wedding i will place this merrick garland upon your head yep do you fox leather take have you guys been to merrick garland the new uh pastry and uh and a uh, or what's the word? Hors d'oeuvres. No, but pastry. the other word for it for pastry. No, the word for like little, not accoutrements, like little things. Um, not the plate maybe has pickles on it and cheese, charcuterie. <laughs> I would not have gotten that word. Is that the word you were looking for? No, <laughs> but it's another one. It's like in that in that family. Well, hopefully your dedicated fans will come up with the word. Chris Jenner changing her name back to Kardashian, of course. E Online reports. Chris Jenner plans to change her name back to Kardashian. Uh, the matriarch of the famous and infamous family announced um, during a deleted scene of Sunday's Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Imagine how fucking unriveting those deleted scenes are. <laughs> the show itself is barely watchable. That's the scene they deleted? That seems like a pretty big her changing her announcement. Entire- Identity and name? Yeah. Now the Jenner's divorced from her second husband, female Caitlyn Jenner. Because the world is, is, is quite confusing. It's, it, you, need like a, you need like a JFK assassination flowchart on the wall with, her, uh, with string connecting thumbtacks to try to figure out what's happening in that it's family. Her, it's her second husband and first ex-wife. That's exactly right. And it feels a little bit like she's doubling down on Kar- Kardashians, almost like she's losing faith in, in the profit potential of Kendall and Kylie because they're the Jenner's. They ain't Kardashian, so she's almost like, nah, y'all better get on board the Kardashian train. So Kendall and Kylie are the baby with the artist formerly known as Bruce Jenner. As Bruce. Okay. It's really fun to say Bruce as though you're a young baby and you make the R.W. Bruce Jenner. 
And then Boos. That's adorable. Boos. Now, now it's quite win. And so Kate went quite so win. Kim, Chloe, and uh Courtney, all, all of K's are babies that she had with Robert Kardashian. The OJ Simpson the lawyer. The OJ Simpson lawyer. Correct. Is he you, still alive? No, he's not alive. That's no he, she's widowed. But then did you hear this? Um not only is is uh Chris Jenner gonna then soon to be Chris Kardashian considering or deciding to change her name back to Kardashian, she's also going to encourage her daughters, Kylie and Kendall, to change their names to Kardashian, and she's going to glue the two of them together so that they're more the size of one of the older Kardashians. She's going to make kind of like a reality show Voltron. Exactly right. I'll form the head. Chloe's going to be the base, and then there will be <laughs> Definitely. Kim on her shoulders, and then Courtney, and then the arms will be Kendall and Kylie. Because <laughs> they're, they're, they're thin. And then the overlord will be chris jenner who controls it while petting a cat and that cat will be the newly formed pussy of caitlin jenner we have reversed roles by pussy i mean vagina a year ago you'd be berating me for making that joke i would you really would i would this is a new leaf okay to everything turn 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 <laughs> Zimmerman gun sells for $120,000 at auction. The gun that George Zimmerman used to kill Trayvon Martin is reportedly sold for more than $120,000 to an anonymous bidder, uh, according to TMZ. Um, one of the more substantive stories TMZ has ever reported. Uh, how much How much of a horrible racist do you have to be to not only maybe think that that George Zimmerman was in the right to kill this unarmed, innocent boy, but to then really want to own the gun. What possibly is the reason to own the gun? I can't fathom it. This gun killed a black boy. I was drinking iced tea. This is the actual gun. Is he trying to get laid off the gun? Like, what is, what's you any... You know the fucked up part, though? What's for, any possible... For someone, who, for someone who question? identifies with that shooting having been very necessary, they probably live in a very insular world of people who also and they're gonna their friends are gonna be worshipped they might get laid off of it like that guy's get the actual Trayvon gun I'm old I'm old I'm old I mean, that's just a level of racist hell that I can't imagine well newsflash you know that guy that bought that gun is supporting Trump welcome to America homie it's crazy it's crazy I mean we have we do have this like not that recent past that did not view black people as equal. So it's an insane. What did I say to you last time? Like who would have thought the nation that began by infecting and displacing the entire native population and then stealing an entire native population, shipping them over here, enslaving them and having them built the economic underpinnings of our entire society would be still a little racist. I don't understand your sarcasm. That is the American dream, Ben. No, I mean, it's unreal. It's unreal. It's so po- like our, our marketing is brilliant in some way. And that way, Trump matches the country so well because we have amazing marketing. People see us as like the beacon of hope, the shining city <laughs> on the hill, the one place you can go to make your dreams come true. When literally, yeah, we killed the native population and stole and enslaved the people that, that helped build this, this, this country that built this country. I mean, that's. On, we're great marketers. No I mean, one talks about that. We literally finished wiping out the Indians, establishing our colonies, and they're like, whew, all right. Obama's in Vietnam right now, and he's encouraging them to be better with human rights. We went into that country and just killed everybody. Obama just Obama just lifted the ban on weapons being sold to Vietnam. You see, you see that? Well, yeah, because 
What, what, what right do we have to ban anybody from getting weapons? I guess, I guess not. We blew that country. We involved ourselves in their own civil war. Oh, we're going to miss, we're going to miss Barry so bad when he's gone. We're going to miss him so bad. I was thinking that the other day. He's really like oh my such God. a, 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 a well delivered, well delivered, uh, tapered, strong, confident, quiet president just gets it done. And that's not going to be here no more. We're going to have an, any respect either. <laughs> One of those. We're not gonna have any more. That's what we had now. That was that was that was kind of brilliant. What you just did right there. <laughs> you like broke it into bobblehead sound bits. That was wonderful. Kristen Wiig makes out with Mystery Hottie in Hawaii. So pretty excited for her. <laughs> Wait, you went from like gun control stories to Kristen Wiig kisses someone? No, I didn't. 9-11 Saudi Arabia. <laughs> oh, back to 9-11. Good. Review in final stages CNN reportage. The security review on whether or not to declassify the remaining 28 pages of the 9-11 commission report is in its final stages. And did, did you see Saudi Arabia's response to Wait, the... Hold on, before you say it, Bob Graham, co-chairman of the, of the commission... And one of the most vocal proponents of disclosing the pages has said that they do implicate Saudi Arabia in the 2001 9-11 terror attacks. He met with Director of National Intelligence James R. Clapper on Tuesday night and told CNN that Clapper is just about finishing his review and will be handing it off to an interagency group to stall further. Did you see Saudi Arabia's response to those pages potentially being... Oh, that they're going to pull billions of dollars out of our economy. No, no. The more recent response no. where they said... Americans orchestrated 9-11. We blew up the World Trade Center to create the war on terrorism. That we did. Well, that's the conspiracy theories that it was an inside job that Bush was in on it, but that doesn't get... That doesn't get Saudi Arabia off the hook because they were, I don't tight, think Bush they were was, boys of Bush. I don't think Bush was in on it at all. I think Cheney was in on it. But then, honestly, not to go back to the oldest question in the book, but how do you explain him sitting in that classroom for seven minutes like he knew what was happening and was getting ready to Have deal with the world? Have you seen him? He looks terrified. He doesn't know what's going on. He's reading a book about a fucking no, goat. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It just makes no fucking sense. Someone tells you, and you're the president, that the, that the country's on. And if you tell a school teacher... The nation's under attack. You excuse yourself from that class and go check the TV. He's the president. You're not going to say, uh-oh, let's get to somewhere where I can communicate with people? He was an idiot. He was nah. a front puppet for Cheney's fucking Vader regime. I don't buy that part of it. Again, listeners, but here's Building 7. Building 7. Three buildings collapsed I don't know heat dynamics. I don't know heat dynamics. I know that a to building know that a huge fall down tall for no building reason. next door on fire couldn't melt the next door building. They didn't even say it melted the next door building. They said there was an office fire on one of the lower floors that melted the inner structure of the building. They've been having trouble justifying the, the trade centers falling down because two planes hit them. The building next to it also fell down. Why? Because there was a there was an office. Well, fire. It became like 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 Seinfeld right Also fell down. I explain Building 7. It makes no sense. Fallujah? More like Intruja. Intruja. I don't understand. Because we, we stormed into it. Intruja. Sure. Yeah, no, I get it now. Is there another Kardashian story we could pivot to? Kim Kardashian makes out with Kanye West on beach. <laughs> Proud of them for that. Very excited for them. But just really last thing on this, on the, on the question specifically of... Um, of uh, Saudi Arabia. Why do we even need the page release? Like, if the guy on the committee says it implicates them, 
How possibly is it not outrage? How possibly are we no longer, how are we not immediately severing our ties with Saudi Arabia? Like they, they carried out a terrorist attack on our country. Right. But the amount of money they have invested in this country. So it's just financial reasons. We're like, ah, we, we don't support literally terrorist everything countries unless you have financial unless you give us money. Reasons. Every, everything. Every single thing that's been horrifically done in the history of humanity in some way relates to the money it was or wasn't creating or impeding. People don't do things because they're just good people. For yeah, you got to follow part. the money. That's why I'm starting to try to watch CNBC a little bit because you got to follow that money. Say that money. Eh. And you say that money. Oh. And you say. You don't. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's that. The only bit of good news I heard this week in, in like in international news, a second Nigerian girl kidnapped by Boko Haram has been found. She's alive. BBC News reports a second Chibok girl rescued from Boko Haram in Nigeria, according to the country's army. This is a day after the first girl was found and brought home on Wednesday, two years after more than 200 of them were captured by the extremist militant group Boko Haram. So we are bringing back our girls at least, you know, two, at least one or two at a time. I hope that happens to all of them. It'd be amazing. Do you have any comment, or should we move on from the story? Boko Haram sounds like a really nice secluded beach. I know. I was going to say it's like it's it's like a really lovely name for her. You go to Thailand? People. Oh my god! You have to check out Boko, Boko Haram. Haram. It's in the top of uh, Copenhagen. Just kick back on the beach, put your feet up, and, and order yourself two ice cold merit garlands. Your uh, your friends are probably going to want to stay at Hadrim for the full moon festival, but I'm telling you, it's really worth it to find a little tuk tuk and travel the hour north to Boko Haram. And then just also order some pita you can dip in some Hamas. Saki. Suggestion. Shout out to Elon Gold, who really has the original Hamas sounding like Hummus stand up joke. Uh, oh, snap. Hillary Clinton says Trump not qualified to be president. What groundbreaking statement will she make next that he's orange? The Daily Beast in very much not those words reported. Asked directly on Thursday if he's qualified. Hillary said, no, I do not think so. In an interview with CNN's Chris Cuomo, she laid out various factors such as his temperament and general knowledge of the issues, which is sort of important, you'd think, for president. Not apparently for the people electing him. So that's the big question we really have to to ask is like how because you have to grant the other side. There's not no reason that they support Donald Trump. There are things that he speaks to that we can't acknowledge and mock, right? That we can't not acknowledge and mock. He speaks to an anger with established politics. He speaks to a rigged system. He speaks to all of those things. But I don't understand how people with that are okay with electing a person who is literally like an immature child and is willing to like stoke racism and fear and like violence. Because he, he smartly is stoking the racism and fear and violence that's been simmering for the past eight years because we've had a black president and a lot Which of the he stoked country. originally with the birtherism as well. Yeah. A lot of this country doesn't like the fact that we have a black president. And despite the economic numbers being so much stronger when he started, still, I guess, have found a reason to be angry. I don't know what the reaction is going to be when and if, God forbid, they elect Donald Trump and it's just more of the same and more of the bad parts of the same because he has no magic wand. And I think people honestly think that Trump being a bajillionaire is just going to fix everything because he's going to put his own bajillions into their pockets. And what about this question? What What is to say 
You just called George W. Bush an idiot who literally couldn't even process the fact that there was an attack. What would make Trump worse than George W. Bush? I think Bush, for the first seven minutes, really was one goat. I don't get it. Because he was reading the book as my pet goat. Oh, 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 oh. What sure. are you saying? You're saying that there's an attack. Is it a- seriously, what makes Trump worse than, than Bush? Because we had eight years of Bush. So to supporters of Trump, they're probably thinking, couldn't be worse... Bush also wasn't necessarily the smartest guy, but he got a good vice president who was strong and knew what he's talking about and figured it out. Yeah, and wound up enacting a uh, a Middle East policy that has forever destabilized the reason region. But do you think even that's true? We talked about this recently. Yep, I they, do. But the, their true goal, and they lied to the country about how they got us there, but it was the freedom agenda, and that's what he hoped the leg, long-term legacy of the Bush administration would be that's, is that they actually were trying to spread freedom throughout the Middle bullshit. East. They were spreading shortly thereafter. They were the spreading the spring, freedom the of Halliburton and connected the, companies. The Arab Spring started shortly ending. thereafter. You don't think any part of it was having to do with them seeing democracy start? Yeah, the, the Arab biggest. Spring. Hey, who's in power in Egypt right now? Is it a fanatical Muslim government? Hey, yeah, you know what? It is. And had Saddam actually stayed in power, there would be no ISIS. And had we actually focused on fucking Afghanistan? The place that did at that point harbor the people that attacked us. Had we actually just stayed in Afghanistan, we would have found Bin Laden far earlier. It look. It, and it's, by the way, it's all happened, about money. That's another way that thing that happened this week is Obama announced that he took out with drone strike the leader of the Taliban, who we were negotiating with recently. So that war is clearly not done. He can't drop down our troops even there to the level that he wants. Taliban, Al Qaeda, boring. It's all about the ISIS right now. I guess. ISIS, again, it's all about money. The only reason ISIS has proliferated to the degree that they have is because ISIS is an employer. People don't get this about ISIS. Like, oh, how, could I, how could ISIS spread so rapidly? Want to know how? Because after we went into Iraq, destabilized the entire region, armed the entire local population, and gave them very, very brand new big guns and told them to fire against their own people, the second their own people actually showed up, the people we had armed promptly cut run and abandon this entire arsenal of weapons that was picked up by some very smart local militia persons who then took control of the oil fields, began getting the money from the oil fields that we went in there in the first place to get and actually began building up quite a bank account using the oil that we went in there in the first place to get. And then once they began spreading their populist agenda of a jihadist state, began employing the people who were starving because of our intervention in the first place. People who belong to ISIS, even as a messenger position, they have a fucking salary. Their family members are looked after. These people were starving because we went in there, we ripped out the entire system of governance, bad as it may have been, and all the systems they may have had for even just keeping their family alive. And then we we just blew up half the country armed them and left. I don't know. Even though you just very clearly and lucidly broke down the problems with what we did and why it was a bad policy. I still think it was a pretty good policy. I'm going to stick by that. Trump 2016 Trump, man, Jessica Simpson is beyond sexy and plunging backless swimsuit. Us weekly reported. And I I looked at this. (laughs) This this episode should be called really important really not important back to really important have you ever heard this podcast that's what i do every fucking week you've been on it like 20 fucking times i, have. I enjoy Are it you, is this new to you that i do this i it's just you know sometimes you lump the kardashian and simpson stories together not and really. Do, not really. you really like like 
The whole point is the bouncing back and forth to show the absurdity. I got it. And you're really putting the point on that point that I'd make. Maybe you, could, it seem maybe you could change things, Glebe. Maybe you stop the Simpsons stories. Maybe you stop the Kardashian stories. And you ben just... Morrison, early onset Alzheimer's. <laughs> ben Glebe reports. Ben Morrison's final episode of Last Week on Earth, taped now. Jessica Simpson looking hot in bikini. Um, I would like to, as a thank you to all of you for listening uh, to the podcast play exclusively a one minute and 14 second long sneak preview clip of my Showtime special. Does that sound good to you guys? Are, June 3rd. Are, are you nodding right now? June 3rd on Sunday. Ben Glebe Neurotic Gangster. I've never played this anywhere before. Um, this is a first you're hearing right now on the podcast. Um, it is a bit that I do about social media, about Instagram in particular. Um, here is that clip. It does air June 3rd on Showtime. Hashtag Neurotic Gangster. Please tweet it and spread the word. Uh, here it is. Without further ado, an exclusive ne'er-before-heard clip. I have addictions, okay? I don't like to talk about it, but you dragged it out of me. I'm addicted to Instagram. Okay, I said it. I'm addicted to Instagram. If you don't know what Instagram is, it's an app you get on your phone where you take pictures of things. And then you add a filter to it, so you look like a much better photographer than you are. And all I do now is try to find beauty in the world. Never saw beauty anywhere. But now I can get likes on it. So all I do is try to convert beauty to likes. That's all I do. How can I make that sunset about me? How can I take that beautiful sunset and get compliments about me for that? Hey, Ben, great sunset. Thank you so much. Thank you. I did that. I did that sunset. All I do, I'm addicted to it, taking pictures of everything. Yesterday, I pulled up in my car to a red light, and I saw this adorable four-year-old girl by, like, a mailbox in a ballerina costume. I started taking a picture, and I realized everything I'm doing is very inappropriate right now. Her father was like, what are you doing? I got nervous and sped off. But in my defense, 63 likes. Yeah. That is a sample right there. Hashtag Neurotic Gangster. Tweet about it. Spread the word. June 3rd, 10 p.m. Just 63 Showtime. likes. Is y'all like finger too tight? Just 63 likes. Is y'all like finger too light? Tight. Tight, right. Um, you word. heard some of that uh, verse last week on the podcast when we did it from the den in Hollywood. And Ben and I ended up arguing and rapping at the end of the podcast. It was pretty great. But you can see we're still friends. We just, we just revealed the, the, the result of that um, of that story. Um, we're all still good, but we're here to finish our rap song. And next week on the podcast, I'm going to end it with our song. You're going to debut it next week. Debut it next week. Like our that. final version of our song. Nice. Um, the uh, shooting Uber driver. What? Uh, there's an uh, Uber driver who shot people. It was dragged out of court the other day. Michigan Live reported he was accused of, shoot, of shooting spree in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Dragged by deputies out of court after yelling during a victim's testimony about black bags and spoke incoherently, shouting, "Take it! Take it!" While survivor Tiana Carruthers broke down in tears, sadly, at his outburst, needed to be helped to the stand since she's still recovering from bullet wounds. Dalton was cautioned to remain quiet during the hearing, but kept talking and was dragged out of court. Um, this guy, honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to give him just three stars. I'm going to give him one star because I feel like... For the record, I'm not. I'm just I'm SMH right now. Do you see how I felt all the times I had you on for the last five years? Do you understand my pain? 
Yeah. It's not even your podcast and your reputation on the line. It's mine. Do you see what I'm saying? Maybe I'm doing this to prove a point to you. Or maybe I've just gone to the dark side. You finally won me over with your filthy sense of humor, your inappropriateness. Yeah. I've never seen you so speechless. I like that so much. And um, lastly, by the way, Trump lied about donating to vets, said he donated $6 million to vets when he backed out of that debate. Um, and in fact, he, they don't even know the amount. They're going to announce the amount, but it's way, way, way less that he donated to vets. So that's really good. Nobody will care. His numbers will rise. His numbers will rise. Um, on that note, we're going to go down the home stretch right now. Quick Twitter answers, quick thunder round, and we good. It's time for Twitter answers. Yes, we are checking in with the Glebe of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the B-Glebers and all of us, the Glebe Squad, the Friends with Benefits, the... The Brain Trust. I mean, y'all know who y'all are. We're, we're, the, we're the Glebe Nation. We're the Glebe Mob. We're the Glob. We're doing it strong, keeping it strong. The B-Liebers that are overtaking the... The B-Gliebers are overtaking the, the B-Liebers one follower at a time. Uh, I asked y'all, what's the meaning of life? I wanted to get deep this week because I'm trying to like go wide and macro and then slowly narrow in to figure out where, where we're all coming from, how Trump's happening, all these things. What's the meaning of life? Bridget Woodbury, who transcribes and... And uh, and uh, all the quotes from the podcast and adds her little flavor to it. Abby Woodbury says, eating pizza, playing football, music, doing nice shit for people, finding a good therapist, and being irresponsible exactly 50% of the time. It's a pretty decent list. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Candace Hooley at Candy Kitch says, life is being aboard a ship traveling through tides of tribulations. Hashtag less depressing than it sounds. That's the meaning of life? Yeah. Being aboard a ship traveling through tides of tribulations. I don't really follow it. I like, I like it. It's creative. Yeah. I don't get it, though. I think the meaning of life is probably trying to figure that out. No, I, maybe I do get it. Maybe she's saying that you're on a ship, you can't get off this ship, right? And so you're going to hit waves, you're going to hit tides. There's trials and tribulations, but you just you're on the ship. You're being carried forward regardless. So the meaning is that it's just to progress. I pronounce progress. Sorry. You say progress. I say progress. Like if I want some canned soup, I'm like, oh, I got some progresso. I say progresso. I say progresso. You say progresso. Progresso. Would you like some chick or Ina? Chikorina. 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 What? Chikorina. That's like the soup I, my mom always had. Never heard of that word in my life. It's like little, tiny little. You're thinking pasta. of charcuterie. I'm not. Merrick Garland, Dale Cifuentes at Anuna, Anunnaki King, Anunnaki Kung Fu. That's hard to do. Saying, I spent some time in the hood and I gathered the meaning of life is to, quote, get balls deep and make them papers. Ooh. <laughs> that, that's probably the most <laughs> that's, pure answer. That's, and he walked to the mountain and God did look down from the mountain and say unto him, the meaning of life is to get balls deep and get them papers. <laughs> and lo, he was pacified. ASAP Fishbine at GFish93 says, getting Ben Glebe to notice me. That's not going to happen. Well, you just achieved the meaning of life. Oh, good point. I just Right. It worked. <clears throat> I meant to say, oh. 
You know what's going to happen to that guy now no. that you've noticed him? Lose all his motivation. He's going to get them papers. Or he's going to lose all motivation and have no reason to like, like no, no, dr- no drive. Like what's going to keep him going? Well, I'm going to, all right, let's, let's, let's assume he's listening to this episode too. Now that you've achieved your meaning of life, what's, what's next for you? What's next we'll for you? We'll find out next week. What's next for you ASAP? And lastly, Crystal Komarniki at Crystalia7816 says, being with the special person that you love. Way to way to take the wind out of that. I was about to say that that's why I'm here with you, Ben. You just you just made a fart noise over it. Is this what we do because we don't have girlfriends, either of us? Yeah, we both need to get girlfriends. We we were looking for some good women. I can't quit you, Ben. Good women. I can't quit you either. We I'm, are wearing cowboy hats right now. I'm wearing a cowboy shirt with, with snap-away buttons. Listen, you heard that? Yeah. Western-style shirts are my favorite. Back up my now, favorite I feel very uh, awkward. non-T-shirt. Great. I'm going to stop wearing those now. Why? Why? I don't know. It's the only exactly. way a man can get away with wearing mother of pearl and not be made fun of. That's a good point, but I don't know if you're exactly a style icon. I don't know if you're saying that's all. Well, you kidding me? I can compliment my style all the time. By Tech whom? By people who like yo, style. Yo, mama. I got my style. You can compliment by your mama. My style is called techno hippie. Techno chippy. Yep. Techno trippy. Yep. Brain Trust, I'm coming down to you. After you watch the special June 3rd, I'll be coming to San Antonio, St. Louis, Chicago, Minnesota, just to name a few coming up. Hashtag Glebe Live 2016. But better, just go to the new BenGlebe.com, click on the See Me Live tab, and you'll find out exactly how you buy tickets. Click that link, buy them tickets, get them now before they sell out. I'm heading to you. I'll tumble for you. I'll tumble for you. And on that note... It's time for Thunder Round. At UK Brain Trust, the British Bureau of this podcast pointed me towards these stories. Uh, There's going to be an $80 million Tetris movie coming out. A movie based on the game Tetris. What? Not sure I'm going to be able to fit that into my schedule. I'm afraid my calendar is filled to the brim. I mean, maybe I'll be able to flip some things around and squeeze it in there. But if I do, it better be a perfect fit. Otherwise, I won't be able to make that many lines disappear. And of course, by making lines disappear, I mean doing coke in the bathroom. That's obviously what you mean by making lines disappear. I would never do coke. I don't even like going to the bathroom, but I, I seem to fit into a, te- a Tetris analogy pretty good. This is me not saying shit. Why? Because you're am I too inappropriate for you these days? No, I'm not. Just want to be a good guest, man. Don't want to stir the pot. Good guests on podcasts don't say shit <laughs> when it's better for them. Ben not Morrison to. was great on on the podcast. How he didn't say shit. Were you a Tetris guy? Yeah, it was on the original Game Boy, like everyone else was. Didn't you love when Tetris, when, you, when you'd go and you'd, you'd jump, right? And you'd go in, you'd get those coins, and it would be like, beep, boop, boop, beep, beep, boop, 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 beep, 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 boop, boop, do, do, do. The game you're thinking of is, uh, uh, beep, pop, beep, boop, boop. Yeah, that's Call of Duty Black Ops. Call of Duty Black Ops. I always confuse that with Tetris. Sorry. I play Call of Duty Black Ops. You're making noise with that thing. You're twirling around there. I turned on Call of Duty Black Ops, and then the game was like, yo! 
You gonna answer your call of duty? And he's back. Offensive <laughs> Ben Morrison is back. Um, this your call okay. of duty. Okay. Okay. And uh, our second to last story here in the Thunder Round. Can you guess the Viagra capital of Britain? What city beats off the stiff competition? The Sun reported Bradford is officially the UK city most dependent on Viagra, similar drugs. But I report this story because second most Viagra used is Blackpool, England, the city of residence of Chris Carter at UK Brain Trust, the British Bureau of this podcast. I'm sorry to hear it, Broseph Stalin. People in Blackpool be answering their call of duty. Okay. Trudette. Gary Trudeau. Trudette. Because the call of booty. Third, of course, in Viagra use was South Lincolnshire, but South Lincolnshire first in cities that sound like a sauce. Huh? South Lincolnshire. Can I have a little South Lincolnshire sauce with a Merrick Garland to top off the Merrick Garland? You get it? I get it. You get what I'm saying? I do. Because this Boko Haram really filled me up. No, no, the Boko Much Haram like was a, a beach. Tetris line. Boko Haram was a no, beach. I ate the beach. What? I ate the beach. Well, what's wrong? With, what's wrong about that? You saying somebody can't eat a beach? So, thank you very much. Obviously, somebody can. Um, before I leave you guys with one last little note story, I'm also gonna just because it's so important to me, and it's also you get to hear two more jokes from my special, the 30-second trailer released by Showtime. I'm gonna play it for you right now. Some swear words are bleeped out, so that's unnecessary. But um, one of the dirtiest jokes in my special, here is a 30-second trailer with like a fancy announcer and eerie thing for Bengali Neurotic Gangster, June 3rd. Please hashtag Neurotic Gangster. Set your DVRs right now. Tell your friends and watch it. And here is that trailer. That's Showtime Comedy Club. I'm not trying to brag when I say this, ladies. I have never used Viagra. I just with a soft you get it in there eventually. Kind of smash it in there. Bam! Bam! And you apologize. Smash and you apologize again. The tires of public restrooms in general. The sink does not recognize your existence. What angle did they expect us to come in for this hand washing? Did they think we were going to dive bomb in and tickle under the f thing? Ben Glee, Neurotic Gangster, premieres Friday, June 3rd on Showtime. So that's that. I hope you all do tune in. I really, 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 really do. Uh, thank you all for listening to this. And last story here. It's not even a full story, but Domino's Pizza saved one of his, their loyal customers' lives after he fails to place an order for 11 days. You know that business is in trouble when you're like, you know that one guy who orders from us a lot? He hasn't called. We've been slow around here. Should we check on him? Are you a Domino's Pizza fan? No. Why? Just haven't haven't had Domino's in years. I guess when I would get takeout pizza, previously I lived near a pizza hut. So I would do their build your pizza thing. I'm one of those guys that doesn't hate on Domino's. I like it. I find it tasty. They come very hot. Their crust has got nothing going. Pizza Hut has their two medium pizzas for uh, $12, $6 each. But they're unlimited toppings. And they have a pretty fancy website where you can visually build your pizza with as many toppings as you want in any variety. Ben, ben the podcast is sponsored by Domino's. You're talking about Pizza Hut's It's a problem. I don't know about you, but when I'm avoiding the Noid, I got to watch out and eat them Domino's pizza. It's the only thing that'll save sloth. Ben, Goonies reference. Ben, the Noid, that was their ad campaign literally 20 years ago. It really makes it seem like they're a company behind the evil. I tend to mention that. 
My Domino's smells some tasty pizza. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. That's the slogan for Little Caesars Pizza. Doing the slogan for Little Caesars Pizza now. It's a totally different pizza company. And the cheese goes, blub, blub, blub. I don't even know what that one is. I think you're making that one. That was a, that was a classic commercial with the, the kid. He makes the frozen pizza. What the hell was the brand? And the cheese goes, blub, blub, blub. I don't, I really, truly don't have any. Oh, DiGiorno. It's not delivery. It's Domino's. Now you just altered the DiGiorno slogan to make it about Domino's, but it, it seemed Domino's hollow. pizza. It seemed hollow. It's not delivery. It's Domino's. What about Domino's pizza? It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. What about that? That would be a coup. That would be coup. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be cool? Yep. Uh, on that note, y'all, that very hungry, delicious note. Now I want pizza. What? Now I want pizza. I know, and I want everyone but Domino's, to be honest with you. <laughs> I want to try all of them but Domino's. <laughs> that should change their name to but Domino's. Order some but Domino's. That's... We all know you want everything but Domino's. See? That's our point. You want everything but Domino's. Are but Pause. Domino's what happens when you go to the bathroom and they just come out in like little square chunks? <laughs> with numbers on them. <laughs> with markings that denotate numbers. <laughs> Until last week, next week, this has been... Any plugs, Ben, before we're, we're heading out? Anybody who's in the uh, Indianapolis area, June 9th through the 11th will be at Morty's, one of your favorite clubs. I do mind. It. I'll I be there all it. weekend. Morty's. Morty's Comedy Joint just redid my website. New materials are up. BenMorrison.org with my live schedule. Calendar. Learn a little more about your boy. And uh, that's it. I want to plug you. I want to plug uh, that sounds really, Ben Gleaves That sounds Neurotic. very aggressive sexually. Butt dominoes. You want to plug my butt dominoes. Yeah, watch a special. June 3rd. Showtime. And next week, stay tuned for the debut of our rap song, Anti-Social Media. Ben's coming at you. Until last week, next week, this has been Last Week on Earth. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.